Welcome to Season 2, Episode 18 of Kid Commentaries, the official podcast the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gratch, and today we're finishing up all these Harry Potter movies we've been covering for over a year. We're finally finishing up the saga uh, with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Um, so yeah, this movie's like two, two, uh, two hours long, so... Yeah, this is going to be, I think this is like one of the shortest of the Potter movies. Um, so yeah, so this is really just the end of the Potter franchise. I mean, not not the end of the Wizarding World. We still have two more. We still got the first two Fantastic Beasts films we got to cover uh, in November. And that's just our, just, this is our, our November project for both of our November episodes. Or Fantastic Beasts, where to find them, and Fantastic Beasts, The Crimson Grindelwald. And then December, we got Star Wars, The Clone Wars, the movie. And uh, our Christmas our Christmas special and season finale is Iron Man 3, which is fun. I really like that movie. Uh, I really enjoy Iron Man 3. It's such a great family Christmas movie. It's just a movie we can all sit down and just gather. We can just gather the family around. We can watch a movie like Iron Man 3. That's my Christmas tradition, especially now that Disney Plus is a thing. Um, uh, I'm just going to say some stuff up front. The Mandalorian comes back this Friday. October 30th, if you have not seen The Mandalorian, I don't know what, what you're doing with, with yourself, it's like a really, really good show, and, uh, you know, even if you don't like Star Wars, The Mandalorian is the Star Wars for people that don't like Star Wars, okay, like, there's, it's so easy, easy to follow, like, if I'm being completely honest, you can watch The Mandalorian and kind of get away with, like, not knowing it's Star Wars, you know? Like, there are people that truly believe that The Mandalorian is set, like, hundreds of years before The Phantom Menace, the first film chronologically, so you're, you're good, you're good. There, of course, there's gonna be one or two references, like, here or there that you're not gonna pick up on, but you're, you'll be fine. So I've actually got The Mandalorian, uh, just a quick, like, three-day guide of how to watch it on Disney+, Plus. so just, you know... Day one, it's like a three-day-long binge, I say. Or, or, you know, you could just knock it all out in one day. It's only eight episodes. It's real short. They're real short episodes. I think, like, the full first season, something like only five, five and a half hours. It's eight episodes. Uh, Day one, you just watch the first three episodes of the show. Day two, you watch episodes four through six. And uh, the third day of the binge, you just do the uh, two-part season finale. Um, Because... No, the show's coming back this Friday over, over on the Star Wars podcast, Mandalorian podcast. We're doing uh, on our YouTube and Twitch channels every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time. I'm, I'm going live. We're doing a live Mandalorian um, just, uh, discussion this for this week's episode. And we had one this past Friday, just like a test is like a look back at season one and predictions for season two. That went really well. I've I mean, I'm recording this, like, the day before, so I don't really know if it went well. I'm assuming it went well, but if you can't make it to the live stream, don't worry, because I will be, be recording it, and I'll be putting it out as a podcast that night. So, yeah, um, Mandalorian, new, new, new episodes are, are going to stream every Friday on Disney+, and this is, I think, something I'm going to continue with the network uh, for the upcoming Marvel and Star Wars series on Disney+, and who knows, may, maybe I'll do it for some other geeky shows too i think like uh the snyder cut coming out in the spring it's gonna be pretty big 
uh, that four-part series on HBO Max for Justice League, the real Justice League. So, yeah, that's just, uh, just a little plug at the beginning of the show. Uh, and I think that's really um, just, like, the biggest news going on with the network. Uh, yeah. So, let's anyway, let's just get on with the movie Harry Potter and the Deathly Owls Part 2. So, this is an audio commentary for the film. Basically, that means that the idea behind it is that you are going to watch the movie along with me. Um, we've got the movie just synced up here on iTunes. Currently, uh, the film is streaming on Peacock. That's uh, the NBC streaming service with ads, I think. Uh, there's like a couple of tiers for Peacock. There's like, you can get it for free. Uh, just for the sake of Harry Potter, uh, you can get it free, but there's ads. Then there's Peacock Premium, which is like $5 a month, which is limited ads. And then pre and then Peacock Premium Plus is $10 a month with no ads. Uh, I probably would have done that like the Premium Plus free trial, uh, except for the fact that I already own this movie. But... If you have Peacock Premium Plus, or you know, if if you're listening to Distant Future and the, when when these movies are back on HBO Max, I guess that's gonna work too. So, if you have a way to watch Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, um, just like the theatrical version, I'm assuming there's only one version of this movie with there's no like extended cut or anything, or like it, the version you should be watching should be two hours, ten minutes, ten minutes and thirty seven seconds. Whether that's on iTunes or, or the DVD or the Blu-ray, just whatever. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna hit play, and then you're just gonna rewind the counter just all the way back, all right. And then I'm gonna count down from three, and then on play, not on one, on play. I'm just gonna press play, and then we're just gonna be fully in sync. I got my subtitles on. I got the headphones in. So I can hear the audio for the movie. Um, you know, so let's just count down. So you can pause the podcast until you're ready. So just... You can see, see me ready now. So just three, two, one, play. This movie just starts out with uh, the beginning of... With, with uh, this movie starts at the end of uh, the last movie, The Deathly Owls Part 1. And this is a quick reminder of what happened. I've always loved the music at the beginning of this movie. I've, I've always loved just the opening of this. Uh, this track on the uh, score by... Alexander Deplau is is a great composer. I think he does a great job with anything he does. Uh, The only things I've seen him score are the last two Potter films. He was supposed to do the scores for both uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and uh, Marvel Studios' Black Widow. So he's been fired from like two high-profile Disney projects in the last couple of years. Um... But I, I think uh, he is just, a, just an amazing um, composer. I've always loved the beginning of this, just with Snape just staring out at Hogwarts. I've, I've loved that. I always, I've always loved that shot. 
Right here we got just get that the darker Harry Potter theme. Deathly Hallows Part Two. I think this this is a franchise that really did just justify having you know two parts. And and this was also the first one. The first movie where they split into multiple parts. So it, it clearly like was not a cash grab. I think it was partly a crash a cash grab, but I think it was also just like, you know, we gotta get uh we is the story's too big to do in one movie. Which it is. And they still left a lot a ton out. And I said this on the last episode. I think that maybe two parts like doing Order of the Phoenix part one, part two would have been a much better call than doing it for uh the Deathly Hollows. Like, Hunger Games, though, like, Mockingjay, like, they just stuffed that with just so much silence. Like, in Mockingjay Part 1, there was, like, a minute, two-minute-long thing of just Jennifer Lawrence, the main character, Katniss. She's just like, Praz and Snow, it's Katniss. It's Katniss. Can can you hear me? President Snow. President Snow, it's Katniss. Are you watching? There's just two minutes of that in the, at the end of the first, at the end of Hunger Games 3. And just like, you don't need that, you know? Like, that's clearly a, a cash grab. And don't get me started on The Hobbit. Like, just stretching out, like, a kid's book into three movies. Battle of the Five Armies is, like, five pages of a children's book. Seriously, you don't need that. You don't need that. It's just a cash grab. And I'm really glad that, like, studios have moved away from doing that. Like, I was really scared when, like, when Marvel had announced um, that it was like Infinity War Part 1, Infinity War Part 2. I'm like, oh no. Please, please no. I'm glad, and I'm really glad that they just split that up into um, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And I feel like Lord of the Rings, like that was supposed to be all one movie. Like the original script was like, that was just all one movie at first. Um... And Warner Brothers was like, it's not three books, just make three movies, make three movies. Just like make like three movies, have them all be like four hours long, and have them be just amazing. So one of the things that they've just switched. This movie came out like just like seven months, I think, after Potter 7. So there is a, uh, was a bit of a... Like, I think now, like, we just expect, like, he's be, like, part one, part two, just be, like, exactly, like, the same weekend, just the next year. I think we're gonna be getting that with, um... With, uh, I think ever since Infinity War Endgame, like, a bunch of the franchises, like, a bunch of these franchises, like, uh... What comes to mind right now is, um... John Wick and Mission Impossible, like, they're just, like, announced... They just announced John Wick's 4 and 5... To shoot back to back, which will most likely just be the end of that franchise. They've announced um, Mission Impossible Seven coming November of next year, 2021, and then Mission Impossible Eight coming November 2022. And like you, they even did cut things out of these movies. Um, like there was just so many great scenes. When um. One of my favorite scenes in the book. It's a really sad scene, but one of my favorites is uh, when Lupin comes to visit Harry, Ron, and Hermione at. Um, I think they're still in. Uh, 
the the Order of the Phoenix house from the fifth movie. Um, Grimald Place. I don't know. I haven't read the books in a really long time, but they uh, and then he just like kind of rips into Lupin. Harry does for leaving his uh for for leaving his son behind. But I, I, I do think they did do a pretty good job of just including most of it. You know, an adaptation. Like, I, I said this a couple weeks ago, I, I think that, like, I'm surprised that they haven't announced a Harry Potter HBO Max series yet. Seven seasons of that. You know, that just seems to me like it could just, I don't know, just be perfect. It's perfect for that. HBO Max is insanely expensive. It's $15 a month. It's the most expensive streaming service. Just give us a reason to pay the $15 a month. Game of Thrones isn't doing it. You don't have the Snyder Cut yet. You don't got that Green Lantern show yet, which I'm super, which I'm insane. I'm looking forward to just so much. I, I love Green Lantern. So yeah, this right here, just Another reference to the first film, like, Ollivander does know all of this about, uh, wands and everything. So yeah, there was like a whole thing in the book about, you know, like if you win a wand from a wizard in combat, that the, the allegiance of that wand will change to the winner. Like, and I think that's really, really strong. I think that's really powerful, that message. And that's just like the Elder Wand. The Elder Wand is just such, such a bloody history. You know, I think that like they're doing these Fantastic Beast movies. You know, I think that they finish up. Kind of like Star Wars, you know, they need to take a break, they need to rethink this, is, do we need more of these big franchises, or do we just want to focus on other stories? I think maybe an Elder Wand series on HBO Max, like just a 10-part series would be awesome, and I'd love to see that. And I think maybe, um, I said a couple weeks ago, a Tales of Beetle the Bard, a five-part miniseries, would be great. We would definitely be covering that over on The Average Binger. So now we really just kind of said it like they couldn't like make of course they can't make like a Harry Potter R rated though I think that maybe an R rated Fantastic Beasts would just 
I don't know, that, that franchise needs a lot of help. That is just, that franchise needs help. I, I do like that, though, like they're moving away from the Fantastic Beasts part of it. I think with the first film, it, it was fun. It was fun. Crimes of Grindelwald, however, we'll talk more about this when we do the Crimes of Grindelwald thing in uh, four weeks. Do that commentary. But, you know, these, it just needs to, like, be more fun and uplifting. There were a lot of, there was, there was a lot of great humor in that uh, movie. But it just wasn't really, I don't know. I, I still do enjoy. It's also like that with uh, The Last Jedi and Skywalker. I do enjoy those, movie, those movies, but when I'm watching them, it's just, go back and think about it, and I think about it, I'm like, that wasn't very good, was it? These are also kind of Christmas movies, you know, like, that's also a big family tradition, I feel. It's just like, you know, I just feel like, you know, these Potter movies are always on cable. You just sit down and just watch them, you know? It's always fun to do. Movies like that, Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, I feel, is a great one. Um, I always like to watch the Hunger Games movies around Christmas time. I think it's really, really smart. Like Disney's having us like a, just a so like associate like their big, big like space opera franchises. Like you know, like a couple of years from now, like Avatar and Star Wars are gonna take turns like just like dominating that Christmas box office. That's just like the biggest. Um, you know, they just like always Disney's just always just like dominating the summer with their with the Avengers movies and then like Christmas the Christmas season with Star Wars these huge huge tentpole movies and disney is uh restructuring the whole company like disney plus is gonna be like like the center of everything which luckily that tells me it's good news for this podcast um we're um it seems as if like we're getting black widow on may 7th no matter what 2021 whether that is in a theater or on disney plus you know, when Feige says, that, like, he doesn't want to do a movie on Disney+, Plus, maybe just, you know, just release it after. You know, like, movie, their movies have been in theaters making so much money because they've just been in theaters for months and months. You just put Black Widow on Disney+, Plus now. You, then you just go, when COVID is over, just put it out on, uh, just put it out in theaters. You know, I think that, I mean, I mean, you gotta keep the MCU moving. We can't just have like, like twenty twenty two. We're getting three Marvel movies in less than like three months. Okay, February eleventh, we're getting Thor four. Like late March, we're getting Doctor Strange two, and this will prob prob probably delay just because of the whole Chad Ch- Ch- Boseman thing. But like May sixth, we're supposed to get Black Panther two. So that's like. Less than three months reading three Marvel movies. Three huge, huge Marvel movies. They just can't, they can't push them all back to, like, winter 2022. You just gotta, like, keep it moving, you know? Uh-oh. Black sauce. Black sauce. Is that Rupert Grint? I feel like Grip Hook's kind of sus right now. 
Then Harry just going dark. I really like Harry in these movies. These two movies. He just goes completely dark. Just, especially this one. He's just doing whatever it takes. Dude, why? The cop in the background is moving so slow. Like, why are you moving so slow? Like, just if you're going to arrest him, go arrest him. Uh oh, that's not forgivable. Doesn't me, because I always watch the movies on cable. There's a commercial break right here. Glad I bought these. I don't have to deal with commercials anymore. I'm thinking of doing a um, just a couple days. I think I might be doing a uh, part two to my episode last year, where with uh, just the streaming wars. Just my thoughts on all the streaming services that have come out. Apple, Disney, uh, HBO, and uh, Peacock. So give my, my review with all those. And, you know, like, I'm going to give them merit for, like, you know, we were supposed to have, like, Falcon Winter Soldier by now. Uh, WandaVision was supposed well, WandaVision, I think, is still on, is still set for, um, a release in, uh, October, or d December, I should say. You know, I'm gonna give all these, uh, uh, studios credit. Like, we were supposed to be getting, like, we were originally supposed to be getting, like, Stranger Things Season 4. In, uh, couple, in a month or two. That's clearly not happening. Yeah, I think we're gonna be getting. I think I'm gonna be doing one of those episodes. Then we calling it like Netflix Strikes Back or something. I'm gonna rename the first episode. Be like, Streaming Wars, a new service. <laughs> Streaming Wars. Uh, Netflix Strikes Back. <laughs> and then next year, like, because we just got the announcement that Quibi's shutting down. Like next year, we'll just get like the return of the Quibi. Oh, here's a reference to book one. Like, that's another thing. Like, Hunger Games was able to, like, set things up in the first movie. Because, like, they, the whole trilogy of books have been released. Now, when the first Harry Potter movie came out, it was, like, 2001. We hadn't gotten, like, there was just the movie. Like, we'd just gotten the first four books. There were things I feel would have been set up in uh, these other we could gotten set we could gotten the setup for in these earlier films. So you no, know, there's things that like the dragon that were set up in the first book that now we get to see in the last Potter movie. I still stand by, like, I feel like these movies, like, I love these movies, I love these movies, I still stand by the fact that I feel that the Potter stuff is, like, top, like, what What are the top 25 scenes from the book? What are the best 25 scenes from each book? And let's just make a movie out of those, you know? I don't really feel like, I feel like, you know, with a lot of movies based on books, like, 
it's of course always better to read the book first, but like Lord of the Rings, like the book was the script. The book was the script. So, you know, you don't really, like I did not read Lord of the Rings books. I've tried like three or four times to get through them. I, I, I can't do it. They're just so, so detailed. I've made a decision, uh, as of today recording this, my, uh, plans for season, for the future of kid commentaries, uh, I've decided to, uh, cancel the regular run of the show, this is not the end of kid commentaries, don't worry, um, but, I've decided to, um, we're not, we're going to be doing shows. It's not going to be on like a regular basis though. Um, I think movies I have planned for next year. Uh, we're doing the Dark Knight Trilogy. Of just stuff that's definitely going to happen. The Dark Knight Trilogy. We're going to be doing um, Furious 7. We may be doing the Hunger Games movies. I think we're going to do uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Jurassic Park. Possibly Avatar. I don't know. And then, um... We're gonna be doing, uh... Upcoming Marvel movies also. That have been released once they get to digital. Uh, Black Widow. Shang-Chi. They'll both be at... Uh, assuming those movies stick to their, like... Set release dates. Uh, we're doing... We'll be able to do those. Uh, in 2021, hopefully we'll be able to get through Morbius and, uh, Venom will let there be Carnage. So, F9. If F9 is really good, and if it's not three hours long, we'll be doing that, too. Nope, not anymore. Oh, no, no, those, those, uh, yeah, those foundations are gone. Is it, though? You know, she that classic, like, villain trope of, like, as the henchman can't hit anything. I was rewatching The Mandalorian, uh, season finale this morning. Slight spoilers for that, but there's, like, a scene in the... Season family with these two stormtroopers who were just like trying to like shoot a tin can. It goes on for like a minute or two. They just can't do it. It's 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 real funny. That's like a running joke in uh the Star Wars franchise that the stormtroopers can't hit anything. I like this right here. I always thought this was funny. There's just that one that realized something, and then there's that. Yep. I wonder if, like, the general public actually knows about the dragon in Gringotts. <gasps> oh, I bet that's a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh, man, because J.K. Rowling like, based a ton of things from uh, 
Harry, Harry Potter off Lord of the Rings. I bet that's reference to The Hobbit. As in The Hobbit, Smaug, the dragon, is uh, just guarding all his gold. Oh, man, that's... If that's true, that's just some great continuity. I've always loved this uh, piece from from Alexander de Plow. I've always loved that little take on the Harry Potter theme. Okay, how do the muggles not see this? I'm shocked the muggles don't see this. I don't think water from that height would be very healthy. I guess magic. There's Voldemort just killing everybody. Just like imagine if like these weren't based off a book and there just wasn't a plan. You know, just just like imagine that like if there wasn't a plan. Like if they had just like one person do part one and then just a completely different creative team do part two. Like seriously. No, not not you, Siri. Dang it, Siri. I mean, Voldemort like, going, going into Harry's head, that's got to be helpful at some times, right? You know, that's got to be something good. Oh, yeah, we got to go back to where it all started. That's what we're going to do. You're absolutely just going to walk it through the front door. Watch them walk through the front door. They're going to walk through the front door. Oh, and here's the C CGI snake that used to be a person. How are we ever supposed to, like, actually take, like, Nagini seriously in these next three Fantastic Beast movies? Like, we just know that, like, she's gonna get beheaded by, like, a teenager in, like, 70 or 50 years or whenever it's gonna... I think it's, like... I, okay, 
Uh, Fantastic Beast 5, I think Jake Rowling says supposed to be in like 1945, which makes sense. Because that's when Dumbledore's like final duel with Grindelwald was. And then it'll make, and then that will be, I think these movies are, these Potter movies are set in the 90s. Because that's like a 50 year difference. Oh, what if in like, I think I'm talking about this on the podcast, like Fantastic Beast 4. Like, that could, like, 50 years before Chamber of Secrets would be in 1942. That could be the fourth film in the franchise. And then they could do, like... And then they could... Oh, that'd be so cool if they did, like... If they had, like, uh, Newt give Hagrid Aragog. They Oh, that, man. That'd be so good. I really want them to do that now. It's... It's too good for them to not do that. Like it's it's on it's actually too good for them to not have Newt give Aragog the um for Newt to give Aragog to Hagrid. The pocket of a traveler. They're supposed to get that movie. The original fan release of her FB three was supposed to be um two weeks from now something like that like two weeks from today we're supposed to get uh the third fantastic beast film they finally started shooting it's usually just like whenever i go and check like there's always just some piece of news that came out that day so let's just see maybe they have a title 2021 film has been pushed back yet Nope, there's no new news. Filming started for this movie, which is good. I still enjoy these Fantastic Beasts movies. I don't care what people say, I enjoy it. But then, like, McGonagall is somehow a teacher when she's negative eight years old. Why? She's negative eight. How is she a teacher? I honestly really hope that, like, just, like, not, like, every big franchise now ends like Avengers Endgame did. Like, Rise of Skywalker, that has to be a coincidence since, like, they'd, like, wrapped shooting by the time, um, Endgame came out. Like... One day, there's going to be, like, a book about, like, the sequel trilogy. That book's going to be so good. I'm going to just buy that book day one. Like, that book's going to be so, so interesting. Like, just an honest account. But, like, you know what, like, and I, and I don't, and I don't ever, ever want to get political again. But just, like, just, like, a book about, like, how all these people are just, like, been, like, fired by Trump or writing books on, like, what happened. Like, all the things he did when when like they were were, were working from like sometimes I just want like some like disgruntled like Lucasfilm employee just like write a book about like all the screw-ups that happened with um the, for with episode seven eight nine I would just love that
So I, I, I just think, like, if there was, like, you know, like, there's really just no way that, like, a Rise of Skywalker wouldn't, like, copy, like, it was never supposed to copy Endgame. You know, they, they were doing reshoots, like, a year ago for Rise of Skywalker. Like, they were doing the reshoots, like, two months before the movie came out. Which is insane. That's, like, insanely close. But, um... Just for a dramatic reveal, we can do that. Um, but yeah, I like if just Fantastic Beasts three just to have, or Fantastic Beasts five has like something like that, and Fast and Furious eleven, which is just now supposed to be as the end of the franchise. Mission Impossible eight, just naming no, no, I'm just like naming like ends of franchises that we know are coming. Avatar five, John Wick five. Hmm. What's the What's the what's like the DC movie that's like the farthest in the future? Oh, I know. The Flash. No, I, I hate on DC, but I, I like those movies. It's got like, you know, like DC now has like four good movies and four bad movies. They're even like ho hopefully like Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman two is gonna break the tie either way. We better hope it's good. Trailer looks good. I think I'm gonna see that on Christmas. So usually you'll see a movie like the day after Christmas. It's probably Wonder Woman too. Here's this guy. He's badass now. So he's just running like an underground diner or something. But why, though? Oh, right. The removal requirement has a thing where it's like... Dementors are back. No. Everywhere's changed. Just imagining Hogwarts during the pandemic. I think the closest you'd ever see with that is like what happened in Order of the Phoenix. So, yeah. Now having a little bit of fun is tight. Hogwarts theme in full effect now, or Hedwig's theme? Da, da, da. It's just Disney talking to the dirt to JJ Abrams like, well, what's the plan?
moves are actually pr 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 pretty funny now that I ever think about it. But it's not a TR, it's completely different. Hello there. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. How do you know Snape knows? Seriously. Doesn't make a lot of sense, just chronology wise. But yeah, if you guys have any like movies su suggestions for us for us to do in uh seasons three and four, please tell us. We might do that first uh Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That's the only one I can stand what to watch. I really love this scene. I really, really love this scene. Warner Brothers is two big franchises, DC and Wizarding World, and they're both on life support. Disney has just two giant franchises, Star Wars and Marvel. One of them is moving down, well, they're both moving down to television, but Star Wars TV has always been awesome. And I've, I've always loved the previous Mar Marvel shows. I realize it's kind of, those are kind of just different universes now, but whatever. Fully guilty. Man, Alan Rickman just does a great job in these roles. Then Harry, just with the just a big brain idea. And then here's Harry, just doing this in here. Oh my god. They went through the front door. They went through the front door. I called it. Avengers! Assemble. Finally, McDonald's actually doing stuff in the movies. Uh oh. No, kill both the caros. Just go out like punks.
the exterminator has done her job. If anyone can answer this question, like, just seriously, there are two Harry Potter universes, okay? There's the book universe and the movie universe. It can't be the same universe because there's differences. So there's just two different timelines. Um, so, Cursed Child is just in the book universe for now, just because that hasn't been made in a movie yet, is, is, uh, what is it? Is Fantastic Beasts, that's definitely the movie universe. It's also in the book universe, too. I say it is, because it's written by J.K. Rowling. Anything written by J.K. Rowling is canon. If it's written by J.K. Rowling, or... Directed by David Yates, then it is canon. Wow, you grabbed him. Good job. about this but nothing I repeat nothing is a student the right to walk her about the school at night yay casual racism I mean, the sorting hat decides where they go, based on, like, their ideas and everything. Is it racism? It's definitely discrimination. Where would you go? The only place that painting people go are other paintings. Like seriously, they're just gonna like all jam into one painting and cause the coronavirus. Doesn't make sense. References, the third movie. It's the opportunity of a lifetime to just blow something up. Blow something up! <laughs> References.
always love this scene. I've always loved the sequence right here. Just all the statues just coming down to fight. Just there's so much movie in this movie. So much movie. I love when movies have have, have a lot of movie. When I say there's a lot of movie in a movie, that just means there's just so much that happens. A lot of money put into the movie. <laughs> Mr. Weasley is like, can we just talk about Ginny's grade for just a quick second? <gasps> that dude! From like two movies ago. I like that dude. It was fun. Sounds about right. Uh oh, just just the most convenient spot.
And Bellatrix is like, no, get back. Get back. Let me know, guys. Do you think the Cursed Child is canon? I don't want it to be canon. But I'm like, no, it's it's canon. Next time the guy talks, I'm going to kill him. That's how it's in the movie. Well, that's what you get in Harry Potter. Three horcruxes for the price of one today. Like don't like that night don't they get like they get like four of them, but the Voldemort only was three of them exist. Something like that. everywhere does it make any sense people just get re really vague when they die Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, you won't. Book fans, you guys know what I'm talking about. I just gotta say anything.
And all this stuff. Wow. Got like a five-day weekend next weekend. I'm just gonna like, then we like get through the rest of these Harry Potter commentaries. Or they're not, uh, just not just. They might do like both Fantastic Beast commentaries. We all get the Clone Wars movie. <gasps> it's just water. It can't hurt you. Oh, this is a cool shot. As soon as it stands out of his head, he blow it to hell. I've ne I've never seen The Walking Dead. It's just this shard here of the guy just like stepping forward, just always reminding me of The Walking Dead. Once again, the, you know the stormtroopers just can't shoot straight.
Oh no, Neville. Don't die. You're needed. For the cursed child. What like what what are the odds you ever get like two cursed child movies? I almost wonder if like they do it like the way that Disney did ha Hamilton where they just like film the stage and just like release one each year. I think, I think no matter what, if they do it in the next year or two, then I would probably do a commentary for it. Nope, not today. No, I love that. Just of um, just like that. The Death Eaters like jumping through the window, and then um, Kingsley just like freezes them and just sends them back. I've always thought that was fun. It's <laughs> adrenaline. How do you know? Oh, there's this guy again. Mm-mm. 
I'm just sitting on the No. Didn't need to tell her. Hey, Chris Pratt's awesome. Despite what everyone else is saying right now. Beth. This <laughs> I love this whole sequence. I'm just like the fire snake. Just the super fake C CGI fire. the Warner Brothers franchise that are still going on right now. Uh, there's Warner Brothers pictures. Is there anything that's actually going on right now? It's Wizarding World. There's a Wizarding World in the DCEU and that is it. Because Middle Earth is over. Well, okay, well, Matrix 4. There's one that's just coming back for a movie or two. No.
Yep. No, uh, there's three angry Voldemort heads. It feels it too. Sorry guys, you can hear my uh, chair squeaking a bit. Uh, my audio and video is off. I can't fix it though. Deal with it for the next next like fifty five minutes. Man. This moment right here. I always love this moment. Not this moment exactly, but just like it's like this sequence of um just like them running through the battle. Mm 
Oh, this dude. We built a little Lord of the Rings next year, also. Maybe 2022. No, Snape says this. Nah, I don't think that's how magic works.
finally says this thing that everyone else in the franchise has said. Not Snape, though. Dang it, Harry! Failed your friends. <laughs> Not just the men, but the women. The children, too. Like animals. And I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. Attack of the Clones reference. That's a good question. Why is it wrong? both died. It's so sad. So sad.
This is a great one when Harry goes into Pensieve. He sees all this. Freak. Is that the Whomping Willow? So cool. I've, I've always loved this whole sequence of Harry and the Pensieve where we learn that Snape, just all these users, just trying to protect Harry because he loved Li Lily. No one can know. It's always so cool just to see what was going on like in between all these scenes.
Big spoiler right here. So, Dickie Rowling told, I want to recommend all of this. She, she, she told him all of this from, like, just the very beginning of a production of the first film.
This has always also been just a beautiful scene. It's a MacGuffin. yourself a horcrux. No, that would just be so easy. Why can't All these ghosts have been following me for a couple of years. Great.
doesn't need the stone. Can't really find a real answer. Can you horcrux yourself? You're supposed to get a sequence like this in um, the original Colin Trevorrow episode 9 Duel of the Fate script. For those of you who don't know, um, Colin Trevorrow was the original director for episode 9, which then of course ended up being the G.J. Abrams movie and is now The Rise of Skywalker. But uh, about a year ago, uh, the Duel of the Fates script leaked. And at the end, Ray dies, and then she ends up in a place like this, uh, and she sees the Force Ghosts of Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Yoda. Dumbledore the White, like uh, Gandalf the White in Lord of the Rings.
Where? The, where's on? It's so vague. Ah, oh, my screen is so bright. I turn out my brightness like a lot. I too am extraordinarily humble. <gasps> like Twitter and JK Rowling, she should get off Twitter. That's a good point. Help. I can't get up on my own. She's well, I gotta be care more careful. Like she's carrying your kid right now. <laughs> Delphini Diggory. mother instinct right here. 
And there's the songbird and build a hat. Oh. There's a thing in there. Drug is out of the way. I think a Voldemort movie could be cool. That'd be awesome. We had a television series about like the old wizard, about like the first Wizarding War between um, um the one with the original Order of the Phoenix. Potter is dead. <laughs> His laugh is so funny. He's like, <laughs> oh, die. I gotta say, I think we're rather dying the scenario. Draco, I don't make a scene. You get over here. <laughs> How great would it be if just like at this moment, like when he's walking over, so she's as Draco come, like how great would it be if like someone was like, Draco, just go fetch. So he's like a dog. Most awkward hug ever. Laughter. The best medicine, except in this case. Just compose myself. Do what they taught you in drama school. Just 
There's Neville being the being leader in the final moments. There's Percy. True Gryffindor could pull that out of the hat. No, just nothing leaving now. Malfoys are leaving. I don't really feel like Draco gets a lot to do in this movie, honestly. I feel like just Draco's big movie was uh, sex. And that's something where he got to do a lot. Harry Potter has read, uh, his wand is, his magic is read. I think that Harry Potter is a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord? Yes, the one we've been looking for. Pickles, that guy's on fire. Now that's not 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 C CGI, folks. He's actually on fire. This sequence right here, uh, Voldemort's always reminded me so much of um of Count Dooku. Not in a bad way. 
This uses for very elegant right here. The music is surrounds a lot of Dooku's theme from uh, Attack of the Clones. Dang it, Ron! Don't drop the thing. Oh, this, this scene right here is just perfection. <laughs> hmm. Thanos. Hmm. Neo. That's horrifying. When like when um um when face swap on Snapchat fails miserably, you get that. Hmm, Harry just goes for his wand. Draco's wand. Turn to ash. <laughs> Dramatic music plays. It's not how physics work. So whenever anyone turns to ash, I just do a Thanos snap.
Lily's theme, just to close out the movie, kind of. Hagrid only gets like three lines in this movie. I love that. Just here, just filled his through, and I'm just the whole school. After the Battle of Hogwarts. This movie takes place over the course of like three, four days. No, it's like two days. So the movie takes place over the course of. Harry just wins all the bar fights ever. That's what happens. That's one way to do it. It's pretty stupid. Hmm. And in the book, in the book, Harry fixes his old one first. When it was destroyed in Godric's Hollow. On Christmas Eve. Staring off at all the rubble. 
19 years later. Oh. My. God. It's an inside joke that only a couple people understand. <laughs> Go back to King Cross Station. How does nobody else see that? Seriously. It just smooches in the subtitles. <laughs> It's funny because he does end up in Slytherin in uh, The Cursed Child. Just fade out. No, big three. Alright. That's... That is the end of The Wizarding World. There is no other... There are no other movies for us to cover. That's it. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. There are... 
Uh, two more for us to talk about. We will be talking about those in the coming weeks on Kid Commentary. So make sure you do subscribe to the podcast for all of the so that you always get no no notified about when new episodes uh, release. Um, please, please leave us a five star review on iTunes. We really love to get them, and honestly, they make us want to keep making these uh, podcast episodes. And we always read them on the show whenever we get them. Uh, please uh, send us an email, especially now with now that we need some movie re- recommendations for us to cover. Our email is kidcommentariespodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at kidcommentariesnetwork. And check out the website kidcommentariesnetwork.com. And over on the site, we have all the, on the homepage, we have all the details about the um, cancellation of the main Kid Commentaries series. So, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening to... Uh, Kid Commentaries, I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and please keep listening. Always.